Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this Word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. Proverbs 29 and 18, where there is no vision, the people perish. But he that keepeth the law, happy is he. Happy is he. Let's pray. Father, thank you tonight for your spirit of worship. God, for the saints of God, their spirit and attitude tonight, God. I know they've been out in no rude world that Satan seeks whom he may devour. We thank you, God, tonight for your mercy and your grace and for the blood that covers a multitude of our sins. We thank you, Father, for all that you've done and all you're going to do. We ask for your healing virtue, God, to touch Brother David, Brother Roy, God. And God, Sister Kelly's brother, a man of God, we ask you to touch him right now. Your hand of healing upon his body in Jesus' name. Touch those in this house tonight that are afflicted, not feeling well. Bless them in their spirit, body, and soul in Jesus' name. Help me, God, to transfer your word in a good way, God, in a blessed way. In Jesus' mighty name, can you shout amen? Give him one more high praise tonight. He's worthy of it all. And be believes he's worthy of it all. You can be seated. The Bible said, where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law happy, happy is he. You see, the word of God is a powerful force that preserves, preserves protection and keeps us on the path of righteousness. You see, the word keeps us doing what is right. When you do not have a constant influence of God's word, you become unrestrained, nothing that will hold you in place to receive the benefits of God's word. You must have the word of God. You've got to have a vision, a visible place. You've got to have a visible place and a plan to obtain what you desire and pray for from God Almighty. Without, without, without a visible plan or prayer, you will perish and never obtain what you're after from God. Saint of God, you've got to keep the law of God, the rules that give you guidelines of how to obtain what you're seeking after. You see, some have this mentality that all that they have to do is just think it, speak it, and God will give it to them. But you see, without them having to work to obtain it with prayer, they think, I can just think it or even ask it and I'll have it. So they sit there with this mentality and never, never obtain what could change their life forever. Spiritually, physically, financially, even life itself. Change could come if they would have a, a, a vision and follow God's plan to obtain that vision that they desire to obtain in their life. Some said where they said and asked, where does, well, where does this plan come from that I need in my life? Where does this plan come from that would get me to where I need to go? So you see, God 
has given, he has given wisdom in his word and also with many men who have wisdom that God has given for a time as this in our life. We obtain wisdom from the word of God and we obtain wisdom from men of God who you can sit down and seek counsel with that will give you godly guidance to where you need to go and how you need to get there to obtain it. See, Proverbs 8 and 34, Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at the gates, waiting at the post of my doors. You're blessed is the man that heareth me, watching at the gate, waiting on that wisdom. Proverbs 15 and 31 tells us, The ear that heareth the reproof in life abideth among the wise, one that will listen to reproof and one that will be reproofed and rebuked, one that will listen, will live among the wise in this world. But oh, Luke 8 and 15 tells us, but that on a good ground are they which has an honest and good heart, having heard the word, keep it, they keep it, and bring forth fruit, with patience. Hear me now. There's wisdom in the house. I said there's wisdom in the house. Wisdom that you need is here to change every part of your life, whether it's physical, spiritual, even financial, and life itself. Wisdom is in the house. If you are willing to accept it and do it, life itself will change right before you if you're willing to accept wisdom. James 1 and 22. But be ye doers of the word and not just hearers only. You gotta be a doer of the word of God and not just someone who sits there and absorbs the word all the time. You gotta be someone that will hear it and do what you're hearing. If you're gonna obtain a better life, I'm gonna say it about a thousand times tonight. If you're gonna uh, have a better life, you can't just sit there Wednesday night, Sunday morning, and Sunday night and just be a sponge and soak up what you hear. You gotta take what you hear and apply it to your life to where you can obtain from God what he tells you that you can obtain. And I'm here to tell you now, there is no limit to a child of God. Genesis 41. Pharaoh had a dream that disturbed his spirit so much. In his dream, the Bible said he saw seven healthy fat cows that come up out of the Nile River eating grass. He saw them come up in this dream then after they come up, he saw seven thin cows that come up of the Nile River that got behind the fatted calves and they eat them up. He woke up from that dream, went back to sleep. He had a second dream. He dreamed another dream. Seven good ears of corn stood up and shed with stalk. Then uh, suddenly he saw seven thin ears blasted in from the east wind sprung up near them, and the seven thin ears devoured 
the seven fatted ears of corn. Pharaoh woke up suddenly knowing that this had to be from God. It disturbed him so much that he knew that this was something wrong in his life. Something was going on. It come from God. The Bible said it troubled him so much that Pharaoh started, was moved to seek wisdom. He was moved to find out what he could do to prevent this and see what was happening. You see, a sign that someone desires to change where they are spiritually, physically, financially, or life, a sign of someone who seeks to change is someone who goes and tries to find wisdom. Let me say it again. Someone who wants a change is somebody that will seek for wisdom. How can I live better? How can I have a better life? And not only just be a hearer of the wisdom, but, but take that wisdom and apply it to the life, how to have a better marriage, a better spiritual walk with God, a better, a better financial life, whatever in the area of life that you want wisdom, the person who desires a change will go seek wisdom wisdom, find wisdom, take wisdom, and apply it to their life. Has anybody in the room lately been disturbed about something going on in your life? Well, if you have, have you sought wisdom? Have you sought how to overcome this, how to get through this? How should I deal with this? I had three phone calls today seeking wisdom. One was a minister friend of mine years ago. Call me. We're going to get back together soon and have fellowship. He said, I just had to call you. God laid you on my heart. I've got a question. And I began to answer his question biblically. And he said, I thank you for taking time to, to, to explain this to me and talk to me this. And said, I'm going to do it. And I said, we'll get together further on and go deeper in detail. He said, I must do it. We've got to do it. Another one called and dealing with a certain issue in their life, a person, and said, what do you think? Tell me. And I, and I said, hold on just a minute. I began to think the Lord. The Lord began me to give him direction, and I told him. He said, thank you so much. That's what I'm going to do. Third one calls, and huh, it's just talking to the wind. You see, you hear me now. If you're in a place in life that you need to change and you seek wisdom, why go and waste somebody's time when you're not going to do what they tell you to do to have a change? Well, I just didn't like what they told me. You didn't want nobody to tell you how to get out of it. I'm here to tell you now, multiple times I've sought wisdom. Did I like what I had to do? Oh, no. But I had to do it to see a change come in my life. And Pharaoh was the point. I've got to have an answer to what's going on in my spirit. My spirit is disturbed. I've got to have somebody to explain to me what's happening in my life. I've got to have a direction how to get out of it. How many knows tonight that God has wisdom to help Turn your situation around. Does anybody know that God's got wisdom? How many knows he knows all things about everything? You see, they, everyone has the same opportunity to seek for wisdom. Everybody in this room. Pharaoh called his magicians and wise men to Egypt. He called these men. When he told them 
of the dream. None could tell him of the meaning of the dreams. Some only go to people that would give them what they want to hear. Some people only go to people who would tell them what they want to hear. My daughter let me listen to a clip on a, on a preacher preaching the other day. He said, you married women, stop going to get wisdom and advice from a single woman. Because the advice you bring home to your marriage is of a single woman, it's not of a married woman. So your husband is dealing with a single woman's opinion, not a married woman's opinion. Single woman don't know how to give wisdom to a married woman. I don't care how, what you think. They ain't dealt with what you dealt with in that marriage. They ain't fought what you fought. You're going to sit down and try to tell me you, know how, you don't know nothing about a married life. If you ain't been married, you don't know. So when you, when you try to seek wisdom from a single woman, you're just trying to sing, find an opinion just to appease you for what you want to hear. The same is with a, a married man. You want to find wisdom from a single dude who ain't been married and don't know how to deal with a woman, how to live with a wife, and how to deal with life issues? You're just getting a single man's uh, opinion to deal in a marriage. That ain't going to work. So you hear me? Everyone has some opportunity to seek wisdom. The Bible said when Pharaoh told them the dreams, none could tell him the message. You see, some people only want to go to those who tell them what they want to hear, not what needs to be told to them. Finally, the king's chief cupbearer spoke up. Oh, king, he said, today I remember some time ago when I was in prison and a Hebrew boy told me and the chief baker of our dream said we revealed our dream to him and said, king, listen to me. Those dreams have come to pass. I'm here standing before you, serving you. That's what he told me that I would do one day. I would stand and I would serve you. But the baker, he told him his dream, that his head would be severed off and put on a pole. And it was. Immediately after he told him, Pharaoh quickly said, Go get Joseph to come here quickly. After being in prison for two years and forgotten, God sent a dream to Pharaoh that he could not get interpreted, but it was, it was disturbing him. But there was somebody that had wisdom to give him knowledge and wisdom of his dream. You hear me now, saying of God, you hear me straight from my mouth right now. There's not a place in your life that God don't have a way out. I'm going to say it again. There is not a place in your life that God don't have a way out. You may think he don't. I don't know who you think he is, but God's got great wisdom to show you and tell you and give you a plan how to get out of what you're in. You know what you ought to be doing tonight, slapping yourself and say, hey, 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 I know I've got to seek some wisdom to get out of this place, and there's a plan how I'm going to get out of it. Pharaoh sins for Joseph. Joseph says, God's telling you, 
Pharaoh tells Joseph the dream. Joseph takes a minute with God. God speaks to him. Joseph says, God's telling you in advance. Somebody shout in advance. In advance, what's about to happen. You see, God has warned all of us. We've heard enough wisdom spoke behind this pulpit in life that if you don't live a certain way, you're going to suffer physically, spiritually, financially, and life itself. If you don't do certain things, you're going to suffer. We've all been warned in advance. But you see, Joseph said, God is warning you in advance. Joseph said, he said, this is what God is telling you, Pharaoh. Listen. He said, the next seven years is years of prosperity. You're going to have a blessed year the next seven years. Prosperity is going to flow in your life. Followed by seven years of famines going to come after the seven years of prosperity. They're coming. You get ready. They're coming. Prosperity's coming. You listen to me. I said it the other day. It kills us sometimes when income tax comes. Man, somebody can't, they, they can't save 20 bucks from last year's income tax. It burns a stinking hole in their pocket. I mean, you, folks, Christmas time comes, everybody's broke. It amazes me. Everybody can take one vacation, two vacations. Christmas time comes. You want handouts to get toys for your kids. I'll tell you what. Start putting back money weekly or monthly for Christmas presents, and you'll have something. Oh, but when you get it built up, you can't handle it. Let's go to the beach. Pharaoh had a plan. God had wisdom. If I know anything, God knows everything about me. You listen to me. He tells Pharaoh. He said, Pharaoh, you need to prepare for the famine. It's coming. Everybody said it's coming. It's coming. Then Joseph gives the plan how to escape the famine that was coming. God has a plan to make your life better if you deserve it to be better. You see, no matter what place that you're in life right now, no matter what place you're in, saint of God, the problem so many have done the same thing over and over and over that it's a habit, yet it does not produce what they desire to be produced in their life. Come on, if it's not working, my God, break up what you're doing. Go find a voice of wisdom. Find a voice of wisdom and say, tell me, how can I grow spiritually? What am I not doing? What do I need to do? Come on, folks. There's no excuse for any of us not to have any more from God. We can have all we need from God. Sometimes we just got to hear the word of wisdom. You need to do this right here. It'll change where you're at. You ever seen a narcissist? They know it all. Before you get, before you get through speaking, they try to answer you. You're a narcissist. You know it all. You know it all. You answer before you even get the question out. I don't know it all. I don't know it. I don't know all the answers. 
Matter of fact, I've heard many people say, Brother Josh, when I get to heaven, I'm going to sit down with God and question it. Are you stupid? If I make it to heaven, I ain't, I'm forgetting everything. Hey, I made How crazy are you that you, it's on your brain that you got to sit down with him and ask him a thousand questions that you got to know, but you made it to heaven. If you made it to heaven, shut your mouth and enjoy heaven. It don't make no sense. But you see, wisdom is here. Wisdom is in the house. Joseph gives a plan how to escape the famine. But you hear this now. You hear me now. Pharaoh was going to have to change how his kingdom operated. To overcome the famine, he had to change the way he operated. The way we're going to change, the way we're going to have prosperity is we got to change the way we operate. You got to change the way you operate spiritually. Life, you got to. You see, to grow spiritually, saying of God, you got to learn how to apply the wisdom of prayer, fasting, and the study of God's word. If you're the same place you were last year, you ain't changed nothing. You ain't changed nothing. There's things in my life I have to change if I want to grow more spiritually. I have to sit down and say, wait a minute. I've got to change this a little bit more. I've got to change. I got to, this is just me and the Lord, and I'm not going to be a Pharisee, but I'm just going to tell you. I've got times I come and seek God. Nobody knows. Extra. Is that, yeah, that could be extra. I come and pray, Brother Eddie, but there's time I come just to be with God, me and him extra. You might know what I'm talking about. You, you got your prayer time, every one of you great saints of God. But there's sometimes you need a little bit more from God, so you set aside that time. I'm going to go get with him right now a little extra. And sometimes, uh, every day I read the Word of God when I'm here, about three or four days a week I'm studying, and I'm here studying the Word. And so I got to where not only do I read it here, but if I'm on my phone somewhere, I'm away, I'll, I'll pick up the Bible in the car if I'm waiting to town for a while, and I'll start reading the Word of God. Matter of fact, when I'm praying here, I started reading the Word of God more. I add things extra, extra in my life to change where I'm at. Started fasting more. I need to add more fasting in my life. You've got to change your plan to grow where you need to grow. You've got to apply the will, what will give you what you need to overcome the famine. You've got to add more to your life. You see, the famine is that spiritual, physical, financial, alive thing that plans to kill you. Everybody in here has got a famine after them. Everybody does. Joseph gives Pharaoh the plan that would save him from the famine. You see, he said, you, you, you can store up in your life, saint of God, you can store up enough in your life that when the famine comes, it will help you live through the famine. You can have enough prayers up that when all hell breaks loose and the storm comes, the prayers you have lifted up and added up will help you get through the very trouble that's fighting you that you're going through. 
All the praise you've been giving up extra, it's going to come down on you again. All the, come on, all the worship you've been giving up to God, it ain't in vain. You're storing up for those days that famine's going to come in and try to devour you. But you've stored up so much that you've got enough to live through it. Joseph tells Pharaoh, finally, he said, how to put his plan. You see, he said, what you need to do first, Pharaoh, is put a wise man in charge of the entire land of Egypt. First, get your wise man. Now, you should appoint supervisors over the land and let them collect one-fifth of all the crops during the seven years of plenty. Whatever they collect, get one-fifth of them crops, build more storehouses, build more barns to store up that one-fifth that you have. Anybody hearing me? you got to build more storehouses, and you got to take one-fifth of that land and put it in that storehouse. You see, he's giving them the plan. Gather all the food and put it up in the storehouses. Saint of God, if you're not preparing for those years, then you're going to fight to stay alive when they get here. We'll say it again. If you're not preparing for the famine to come, when the famine comes and you haven't took time to build storehouses and took time to put one filth on those storehouses, when the famine comes, you're just going to fight to stay alive. You have wisdom that's warning you of those seven years. Pharaoh followed the plan that Joseph, voice of wisdom, gave him. And they survived the famine. They survived the famine because he listened to the voice of wisdom. They had to build extra storehouses to put extra food in it. Yet it saved them when the famine came. Can I tell you something? You got to prepare. You know we ain't going to live forever. You, you got to prepare for some things physically and financially and, and spiritually. You got to prepare because the famine is coming. You see, Matthew 25, the Lord took me to this. My goodness. You see, the parable of the, of the virgins, ten virgins, the Lord talked to me. You see, you know, they took their lamps to go out to meet the bridegroom. They took their lamps with them to go out to meet them. They were all going to the same place, five foolish and five wide. Listen, the, the foolish took their lamps without any oil. Didn't take no oil with them, saints. Didn't take no oil. Knowing where they were going and what was about to happen, they knew, Brother Patterson, where they were going. Anybody hear me? You read your Bible? They were going out to meet the bridegroom. They knew where they were going. You know and I know that the, what we're supposed to do. I'm going to hurt your feelings. Your life is not messed up by the devil. It's messed up by us because we don't like a lot of wisdom. You ain't going to tell me how to live my life. I'll do what I want to do. I've heard that a lot. 
pastoring 38 years. You're not going to tell me how to handle my finances, how to live my, do with my body. And we got a, we've got a, we live in a generation now in a time that we're, if you don't want to take care of yourself, that's the thing going. Yeah, it is. Society right now, the liberal generation is frowning on those who try to stay in shape and take care of themselves. But it's okay if you want to eat two dozens of donuts and drink, uh, drink five cases of Cokes. Yeah, they're, they're blessing you. You do whatever you want to do. Wisdom says we're not going to live forever. Wisdom says God gives us 70 years if we're blessed. But if we, you live beyond that, that's the grace and the mercies of God, is it not? But wisdom says ever how I put in my barn and whatever I store up, that it's going to help me live when famine comes. Ever how I treat myself right now is what's going to end up with me when I get 70 years old. I know you don't like it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Spiritually, ever what we do right now, how we pray, how we worship, how we live for God, is what we're going to face down the road months and years. I'm here to tell you it's important to pray all you can pray Fast all you can fast. Read all the word that you can read and get all the church you can get right now because hell knows if he can keep you out of church and keep your faith, it can get your soul. But I'm here to tell you, I got a lot of faith I need to put in my storehouses. I got a lot of the Holy Ghost I need to put in my storehouses because there's a famine coming and I want to live through it. My God, the foolish took their lamps without any oil. They took them without any oil. Let me hurry. Knowing where they were going, yet did not take oil. They didn't take their oil. Knowing what was about to happen, yet did not take what they needed to make it. Just taking the lamps would not save them. They had to have what? Oil. Are you doing the bare minimum in your life just to make it? There's a famine coming. There's a famine coming. Are you doing just a bare minimum? You know what wisdom does? And I was studying, reading the day, and it hit me. You know what wisdom does? It makes you disciplined. And people don't like to be disciplined. You see, just the lamp will not save you. You've got to have the oil take it with you. The foolish thought there's no need in the oil at that moment. Woo, that's a message. At that moment, we don't have to do it right now because we feel okay right now. Everything's all right right now. We going fishing, we riding horses, we buying horses, we doing all that right now. Everything feels good right now. Right now, we don't need that oil. Everything's feeling good right now. Hear me in the Holy Ghost. I know when I hear from God, and I heard from him on this. You hear me. God gives every soul in this building, in this church, the opportunity to receive wisdom from him into your life. 
It doesn't matter what place you're at. It doesn't matter what, uh, what battle you're going through or circumstances. God has a word to get you out of what you're in and make your life better. How many knows he's got an answer to make everything better? He's got an answer to turn it all around. Come on, anybody. He's got it. Well, you may have to build more houses. You may have to build bigger barns. You may have to work a little harder. You may have to put some more up. But I'm here to tell you, when the famine comes, you're going to thank him. I'm prepared because you gave me wisdom to prepare for it. What I do, what I do wisely for my spirit, health, and wealth, when it comes time and you need some oil, my oil ain't going to go to you. You, you hear what I said? They want it all from, from the other wise. No, you ain't getting mine. Let me tell all you kids, when you get married and you get, you get house payment, car payments and stuff, and you ain't putting nothing in the barn, your mom or daddy, don't, they don't owe to pay your bills. It got quiet. Were we still here? I'm going to say it again. That mom and daddy who's putting money up in the barn, Build storehouses and put it up. And you, you say, well, I know they got money. Well, whoop to do. What if they do? They know some famines are coming. They know some hard times are coming. Uh, I'm see, that's my oil, baby. You get my oil. That's my oil. What you going to do when they get Oh, I'm just going to say it. What you going to do when they get older and they got doctor bills coming in? Medical bills, because you get older, things start falling apart and breaking down. A lady, about lady, she cut my hair the day. She said, "Ain't your hair so thick?" I said, "On the side and the back." <laughs> and she started laughing. I said, "Go ahead and say it." I said, "Lord, I wish you'd get thick on the top." <laughs> I said, "I'll just be honest with you. I know." I said, I'm finding out things ain't like it used to be. Somebody asked me the other day, he said, how old are you? I said, I, I, said, I, I want to say 59. I keep thinking I'm 59, but I'm 60. Oh, my Lord, you're still riding and roping. I said, I sure am. I saw him today. I said, I wrote Monday night and Tuesday night. And it's hot. Yeah, man, we sure. It was hot bringing water. We wrote two nights in a row. You still doing it? I said, yeah, I am. Still going to the gym early in the morning. I said, yep. Yep. I'm trying to put some stuff up in the, in the storehouse. Anybody hearing me? It makes sense, Brother Eddie. You see, the foolish ask, they ask for oil from the wise. You know, what do, what do I do Wisely for my life is mine, and it's yours. Yours is yours. You see, saying of God, if I was you tonight, I would seek wisdom from a God. If you're disturbed in your spirit like Pharaoh was, 
Don't seek wisdom from people who will tell you what you're looking for. You need to seek wisdom from men and women who will tell you what you need to hear. Come on. No, you don't need to buy that. You don't need that right now. In my life, my wife and I, my wife and I, we call it stupid tax. I know none of you've done this. You bought stuff that's just stupid to buy that you had to pay for. I, I, me and my wife have. We're guilty. I, I dare forget. Comes back to my mind years ago. When we first got. I mean, I bought a bird dog. That was a stupid tax. I paid some good money for it. Come in one day and it was gone. And my dad done told me, you better make sure that door's locked because that dog will get out and be gone. I didn't pay attention, left the door unlocked. And that dog was gone, and he's still gone. And I, I, I wanted to kick myself so many times. I spent money on that dog, and he's gone. Stupid tax. Cars I bought I should have never bought. You let the lust of your flesh overcome you. Oh, come on. Been there. But I started writing down some things I learned in life. And now me and my wife, we were taught before we do something. Do we want to go through this again? Oh, no, that hurt. That was crazy right there. Wisdom. Before you need, if you want to come out of what you're in, you need to sit down with somebody that's got some wisdom and let them give you some wisdom. That's where it comes from, God. In closing, I would seek wisdom from the famine that's coming. It's coming. That old famine's going to attack your health, your wealth, your spirit, your life. It's going to come. But whatever you do right now and you store up and put up, saint of God, I promise you that it's going to give you enough to get through it. I believe with everything in my spirit that because I have made it through some things in my life, it's because I spent days in here praying and putting up in the Holy Ghost and prayers and fasting and putting up and putting up. Then when a storm comes, Sister Lynn, and the battle comes, it's because of what I put up that helped me through what I was facing. How many's heard a word for anything tonight? For anybody heard anything? Seek wisdom. You ain't too old to seek it. You ain't too old to seek wisdom. I don't know. I tell them I don't. I don't know it. I don't know it all. I, I, I don't. I don't even know what if I can even find an answer from what you ask. I don't know. But I sure ain't gonna spend eternity questioning God. If I make it, I'm gonna get with my mom and dad and family, and I'm gonna rejoice. For eternity that I made it to heaven. Because you know one good thing? Our mind ain't going to think of nothing back down on this earth. It ain't going to think of our past. 
our sorrows, our pains, our loss, it's all going to be rejoicing around the throne of the Almighty God about the lamb that was slain for the whole world. We're going to praise him and edify him and praise for all that he's done and for what he's doing for us. We're going to glorify him. Come on, church. You need to thank God for his wisdom. Let's stand to our feet and give God some glory. If you need help, come on, I'm telling you, there's men in this church that's got great wisdom. There's men in this church that's got great wisdom. I thank, Brother Josh, I thank God every day, my wife, I thank God for Brother Josh, Sister Gabby. We ask God to put their roots here so deep they can't move. He don't know how much I, I thank God every day. He's hit, he takes time and he's helping some of our guys start a business. Helping them develop. He puts so much time in them. And they seek wisdom from, from man of wisdom. It's more than say, yeah, I'll just do it. Oh, I know how to do it. Well, that's a lot. I, I found out there's a whole lot more than I know how to do it. It's going through with it. Following through with it. And doing what you plan. You've got to have a vision. Welcome to MPT Podcast. This is Pastor Tim Wilbanks. We pray that this word of God will bless your life and ministry increase God's blessing upon you. Without a vision, you'll perish. Then you got to follow the law. Happy is he. You got to follow the word. God bless you, saint of God. I love you in my heart tonight. Thank God for you. And let's praise him for what he's gave us and what he's going to do in Jesus' name. Let's praise him. We pray today that this word has blessed you, ministered to the needs of your life. Until next time, God bless you.